Advent is uh, what the church calls a penitential season. It's uh, time for us to uh, repent and get our focus. And you can tell it's a penitential season when at a Sunday Mass we don't sing the Gloria. Uh, we don't sing the song of the angels. It's our little way of showing uh, a kind of spirit of sacrifice uh, for our sins. Like I assume the sin of jealousy is a very real thing when you saw my purple shoes today. Um, and I forgive you. Um, we're going to look at the first reading because it so perfectly captures what I think many of us who love Jesus struggle with. Many of us who love God, we wrestle with this. And the whole beautiful first reading is summed up in a really simple way. Lord, I'm so sorry I've made such a mess of things. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lament about that gap between who I am and who I am called to be. One of the things when I was in college and I asked mom uh, to describe purgatory and she began describing my childhood. Um, but no, mom's... Is, <laughs> I did think purgatory was a cute little German word uh, when I was a kid because that's what she called me. But uh, one of the things she said to me, and I've never forgot it, is I sometimes fear that it's going to be God showing us what we could have been, what we could have been on earth if we were totally sold out to him, what the world around us would look like. Our first reading is an invitation to recognize that you're not alone, that 2,700 years ago, a prophet lamented that gap between who, he, who I am and who I'm called to be. And we lament that gap in ourselves, or we don't, which might be a problem. We lament it in our church. Right? Why, why are things like this? They should be like that. We lament it in our country. We have this sense in our lives of these awful awful gaps. This is the man I am. This is the man I know Jesus wants me to be. Why aren't I doing that? This is the church we got. Oh, the church we are called to be. This is the country we got. Here's the country we're called to be. Big, big gap. And I would love for us to take this time and give those gaps to Jesus because they've always existed. We are a mess. That's why he saved us. If we didn't need saving, that would be the tragedy. When we gather on Easter vigil, we pray this prayer and a colloquial phrase for it is we call that prayer the Felix culpa, meaning the happy fault. Thank God we're a mess because look what it got us. We found out how deep the love goes. There's the gap. And in our second reading, St. Paul helps us 
address the gap by reminding us of something really important. Right? He reminds us that it's not always going to be this way. In heaven, it ain't like this. There's no gaps. And not only that, but when Jesus comes back, there will be no gaps anywhere. The gaps are doomed. And we wait. You and me, we wait. There will be a day where when God looks at me, all he sees is that love. My sin won't muddle the issue. That's why we call this a season of waiting. Oh, we're waiting, Lord. We're waiting. St. Paul tells us to what to do while we wait. Right? He gives thanks. He says, because God bestowed grace on you and me. Grace is a, a word that means strength from heaven. Yeah? He's given us strength from heaven to wait. And while we wait, we are, quote, enriched in every way. We don't have to wait in horror. We wait in joy. We wait knowing the game's up. The devil's defeated. The gaps are crushed. We're running out the clock with style here. These gaps we recognize and we repent, but we also rejoice because their time's up. And while we wait for their time to come up, we have everything we need to thrive. Everything we need, not to get by, but to thrive. He has given us the gift, and I, I want to go after two words here, okay? And I picked two because they both start with T. That's my reasoning, all right? The first word is trust. We need to trust while we wait. And what do we trust? We trust that he still loves us. We trust that our sins are cute compared to his love. We are loved. You are loved. Not because someday the gaps will be gone. You are loved right now by God. He doesn't need you to get better so he can love you. He wants you to get better so you can receive the love better. There's a big difference there. We trust that we are lovable, by, that God loves us, and we trust that he still uses us. I had somebody, they, they, they know I'm a historian, and they were like, has the church ever been this bad? I'm like, the church has never been this good. You read the history of the church, and I have no idea how we're still here. Never has an organization lasted 2,000 years with such astounding incompetence in leadership. Dear God, folks, I'm a priest. <laughs> Dr. Peter Kraft truly says one of the reasons you can believe in the Catholic Church is because we shouldn't be here. We're really bad at this. How are we still here? Except that God doesn't need you perfect to use you. Trust that. Trust that you are loved by God and that God uses you and can use you. So that's our first T, trust. Our second T is tenacious. We have to be tenacious. We have to refuse to give up. 
between here and uh, St. Mark, uh, my other parish, uh, we hear 10 hours of confessions a week. Yeah? Can't tell you how many times I hear, well, Father, it's the same sins as last time. Two things. A, I have no idea. Right? It's like saying to someone who works at McDonald's, do you remember what I ordered? There's only like six things, right? And there are 8,000 people and they all get one of the six, yeah? That was funny. And if you think about it, it'll make you laugh, yeah? <laughs> Nobody's original when it comes to sin, yeah? We ran out of new sins about 4,000 years ago. But anyway, I don't remember and God doesn't remember. What do you think happened in there? Do you think God took your sins and kind of put them behind his back? Or do you think he crushed them? God, I'm here again. It's the first he's heard about it. You give him your sins, he puts them to death. Done. We need to be tenacious in fighting sin. We need to be tenacious in pursuing virtue. Tomorrow, you and I need to be better than today. And God has given us the grace to be tenacious. So there we are. We're going to start off this Advent season with a little bit of fire in the belly. Because we recognize there's some big old gaps. And those gaps break our heart. The gaps in us. The gaps in our church. The gaps in our country. And dear God, those people you work with are horrible. Yeah? <laughs> What are we going to do about those gaps? We're going to trust that he has given us everything we need to be joyful now. We're going to trust that we are loved right now. That this church is loved right now. This country is loved right now. And that God can use all of it for his glory. And we're going to be tenacious. We are going to wear the devil down because we're going to refuse to give up, because he's given us the grace to do so. So this Advent season, let's go to joyful war. Let's decide that those gaps don't define us, that we can trust he loves us and uses us, and that he gives us everything we need to never, ever give up. Amen?